Hey, this is Mike's Can't Act. Your friends, compadres, hermanos, and hermanitas who let TV and film and children rot their brains. <laughs> I am joined by Vivian Ramos de Flores. What's up, Vivian? Hello, hello. Um, that was one of and your longer ones. What's that? Yeah, that was one of your longer ones. Yeah, you know, I you felt like the intro needed to... You felt really inspired. I, I am. I personally am. And I'm inspired... I was like, where is this going? In particular by one Californian with... Wow. We got some effects going. Bring out the Stranger Things theme song. Yeah. Ooh. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, I don't it's know. just a buzz, isn't it? Wait, who was that voice off in the distance? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, who was that voice off in the distance? I think I know him as Lord Byron. Um he has a long tenure in poetry, kind of a seventeenth century poet, has since, you know, gone done some other things, uh, I believe, and taken other avenues. And uh many people know him as Danny. Word. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, Danny? Yo, Can I get your up, full guys? name, Danny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Coast represent. West Coast. So, so it's okay, cool. No, I've, that's my turn, but all right. I've always known him as Danny. I think we should... So, You've always known so him as Danny. So can I say my name? Can we let him... All 24 years? About to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, let's get to the origin story in a minute after we know his name. And then say his name. Yeah, that's cool. No, Say your name, say your name. Okay, geez, all right. My bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Byron Daniel Ramos. That's the full name. I grew up with uh, being called Danny. My family knows me as Danny, but, you know, college and after is just Byron. Just a little bit more formal. Dude. Try to get me that job. Yes. No one's going to hire Danny. They're going to hire a Byron. Dude. I When you Dominant did that, name. it was weird for me because if you were going to do that, why wouldn't yeah. it be Daniel? When he did that? What do you mean? He transitioned back to oh, first yeah. name? No, no, from like, I've, yeah. Like, I never, nobody knew oh, me Oh, because when Byron. you were a shorty, your family's not yeah. calling you Byron. Yeah, and also, I mean, like, in high school, no one called me Byron. Oh. They just called me Danny, because gotcha. that's just what I've always been called. Yeah. And so, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to start fresh, start something a little bit stronger. Yeah. I'm going to go with Byron. Yeah, yeah. See, I like that, man. I try to get people to call me Michael. Never happens. <laughs> Never happens. They'd be like, hey, what would you prefer to be called? <laughs> you got to have this transition period. It, it doesn't happen for me. Okay. It just, it just slouches back into my kid. That's it's funny because I think one of the first times that we had a game night. Yeah. And you were on opposite teams of Melissa. Yeah. Your beautiful wife. Yeah. And she would she was like, Michael. <laughs> That's it, man. Only in anger am I called by my government name. Um, but... So Byron, dude, that is such a strong name, such a strong personality from California. That's right. Um, L.A. the 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 land of the Ramos, Ramosi, mm-hmm. Ramosi, Ramos. I think it's actually just Ramos. The Ramos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you got you you put the apostrophe at the end. You just Ramoses. So it's yeah. not it's not like Jesuses. <laughs> it's just. So but it's if there's plural be, Jesuses in the room, it's just Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. It's the Jesuses. Yeah, because nobody, because the, there's nobody. No, it's with the Jesus. Jesus. Maybe you're right. I'm gonna go with Ramosa just because it sounds fun. If that's I, okay. Do okay. you? Do we'll you? See. I think it's more mathematical plural. <laughs> plural. Than, wait. So how long have you guys known each other since? Uh, uh, Twenty-four years. Twenty-four years. Which happens to be the age of Byron. Daniel. Daniel Ramos. <laughs> you never know. Some cousins like. You know, yeah. 
I, I mean, we you. were in the same city. I was hoping we for a cousins. more dramatic story. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we didn't know each other until last year. <laughs> okay, okay. No, we uh, spent cool. most of our childhood together. Yeah. Um, okay. Our parents They're were... like the next town over. Yeah. Cool. We Which really town was close. that? Uh, I was in Eagle, Eagle Rock. Yeah, and I was in Glendale. <laughs> Glendale and Eagle Rock, California. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So, yeah. I've Dang. known him all his life. Okay. Okay, I love that. I've known her all my life. <laughs> wow, so personal, yeah. so intimate. Uh, and Byron, so um, welcome to the podcast. And Thanks what's for your? Me. Yeah, you got it, man. Um, what's your? Like, give us a little bit of background in your your film love or your like t your your screen love. Like, what does that what does that look like for you? Like, yeah, you yeah, into? for sure. Yeah, so you know, I can't say I'm a I'm a movie buff, yeah. but I do love watching TV. As every other millennial, I can't commit <laughs> to two hours. I can commit to four hours of 30-minute segments. Ooh, okay. So, uh, you know, I'm out here watching The Office for nine hours straight, but I won't watch a new movie. Like, heads wow. up, I haven't, I still haven't seen Interstellar or La La Land. Wow. Because I just, I just, it's really hard for me to commit to like a, wow. I know, I know, drop a bomb in there, huh? And yeah. And thus concludes our podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> no, 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 okay. Byron cut the mic. Thank you. Um, How do you disown a cousin? Uh, I think it's a formal process. I think you have to submit some paperwork. I think it's a duel too. It ends yeah. with yeah, a duel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You decide what weapon Hamilton. you choose. Hamilton yeah, style. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, but yeah, no, I just I just love TV. Um, like I'm always on the new show. So, you know, I there's cool. like you know, those Netflix originals are all I'm all about it. Yes. But yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I love it. Um, well, then it'll be an interesting conversation with this movie because it's kind of a... <laughs> I mean, I've seen movies. Like, of, I watch them. No, I'm I, just not like... <laughs> it's like you're I, familiar with the format, right? Do, do, you, do you know what a movie is? <laughs> a DVD. Like, you've, you've seen this no, 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 in no, the no, wild. No, no, no. no I know. I, I mean, it'll be cool to see this movie because this movie came out... 2006? 2007? 2004. Yeah, 2004. Was it 2004? 2004. Oh, man. We should look it up. Yeah, it's been a wow. minute. Yeah, it's And it holds up. <laughs> it wasn't okay. It kind of okay. So we're talking about the OG <laughs> Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. Okay, Jim Carrey, Jude Law, Meryl Streep. Oh, the, okay. My okay. guy who played Il Duque, the father of the Boondock Saints. I'm talking. This is like an all-star cast. This is some heavy hitters up dude, in there. There's some like. Hit hers and my guy who played um who played oh melissa's gonna kill me she's reading harry potter right now scrimjaw no the the snake in uh harry potter that's him yeah that's him that's what that's the dude i never forget his face um but i can't remember his name for the life of me either way lemony snickets right Catherine o'hara Catherine O'Hara. I think you miss you got Meryl Streep in there, and it's not her. It's Catherine O'Hara. My mm. God, that's that's Meryl Streep. That's what are you Meryl talking about? Street. No, that's Catherine O'Hara. Stop Who are you it. talking about? Are we talking about the the aunt? Aunt Josephine. Yeah, that's that's Catherine O'Hara. You're no. outside of your mind. What? I just looked it up. No, one hundred percent. That's Meryl Streep. Okay, hold on. That's that's Dog, Meryl that is... Streep. <laughs> Isn't it? No. How dare you disrespect the no, name? No, 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 are no, you no, looking no. at the TV the series? Okay. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara. Oh no, no, sorry. I'm thinking of Justice Strauss. My B. See, dog. Justice oh Strauss. no, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Meryl Streep is in there. Okay. She's Come at the king, bro. Okay, hey, you best look. not. She is. <laughs> That's Queen definitely Meryl Streep. B. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Y'all need to relax. I love Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Meryl Streep. 
Untouchable. Yes. Untouchable, dude. What a great. Okay. It's an all star cast. It's an all star cast. Wait, wait. Are we talking about uh, Jim Carrey or Meryl Streep here? So, you know, I'm just saying. It's hard. They were awesome together. It was like, are they going to kiss? Are they going to (laughs) kiss? When he, it was Captain Shep. I just said it. Dude, so funny. Um, can we talk a little bit about when you, when we chose the methodology behind choosing this though the conversation that we had around choosing yes this? okay sure. okay because <laughs> we were because Jim so as some of y'all may know on the podcast Jim Carrey means so much to me he was just like just one of the one of the instrumental actors in my life and growing up um, and so we were talking about Jim Carrey movies to to watch and it was like okay let's 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 go back and what movie are we gonna watch are we gonna do Liar Liar are we gonna do a classic. Um, and then when they, Vivian, you were the one who suggested Lemony Snicket's, right? Yeah. Or was it Robert? No, I, I can't remember. Viv. Yeah, I was don't Viv. remember. It was Viv, and I was like, Lemony Snicket's, huh? <laughs> That's what we're going to choose out of the whole catalog of Jim Carrey. We're going to choose I Lemony Snicket's. I can't believe that you think it's like bottom three. Along with what? Like, along with what? Yeah, I don't, I don't. Number 23. Um... I think number 23 is one of the worst Jim Carrey movies. Oh, I thought you made. liked it. I, I mean, to be honest, I've never seen no, it. No, so. <laughs> I think I think it was an attempt at something that failed. Ultimately. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked um, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. I what wanted, about the one that you mentioned recently? Are you talking about Dark Crimes? Yes. I have. I didn't end up seeing Dark oh, Crimes. Okay. Nah, I had too much homework to do. Sorry. Okay. Um, but I am going to see Dark Crimes. I'll let you know. I'll give you a full review. I'm here to tell you that I've had a major change of heart. Oh, oh my god. Major change of heart. Oh my god. I'm so happy. Dude, this movie is fantastic. Oh my god. You're watching this no. 2019. Audience. Yeah, dude. Hold on. It's not even two, 2004 when Mike, it came out. Mike yeah. fought us so hard on yeah. this movie. Dude, I was like, like nah, we got legitimately- we gotta watch I Love You Philip Morris. We gotta watch Eternal Sunshine. Like there's there's so many other <laughs> choices that I we mean, have i mean there's so many good choices that's hard to choose yes. i think the two that we did yeah. choose are good in contrasting his um his skill set because one is very goofy but one is you know a little bit more realistic and understandable but with yeah. a redemption in character you know so i i, I think these are good contrasting because you know what i mean if we wanted to pick some heavy hitters the mask uh the right. truman show Dude. like all these good ones that like Yes. Are iconic. Yeah, yeah. Ace Ventura, gotta throw that out there. Yes, yes. Um, but these, are, I think they're really good in portraying his contra- or the his skill set in contrasting characters. Totally. So, I fully, fully agree. When I watched this movie for the first time, I think I was in... I'm. A, it was me. It's on me. I'm gonna put this no, fully for, on me. For, like, for real, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. know that. <laughs> you knew that. I yeah. didn't know that. So, I discovered that, right? I mean, like, you're from Chicago. I was so like, I mean. oh my God. You're from Glendale? Is that where it is? Glendale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glendale? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't care for Jim Carrey, like, getting that child TV money. Does that make sense? It felt like when it first came out, I was like, ah, man, don't, don't, don't make something for kids when you're not a kid actor at this point. Like, you're past that. You're past that, like... Yeah, you're just past it, bro. What? It just like, felt like... Whoa. Hold on. I, I gotta interject. I don't yeah. know... I'm understanding what you're saying, but yeah. I completely disagree because yeah. the mask, Ace Ventura, like these are yeah. very goofy, like movies yeah. that are meant for like 
young kids that are like 10 or something so it's like the mask for okay maybe not the mat well i mean yeah like just because they have double entendres like it's still very much relevant for for because we totally we were like young when we saw that no yeah we were young but like it's the same age demographic for the people who saw lemony snicket no i would i would disagree so Hmm. i I think it was poor choice on our parents to let us watch the mask (laughs) i'm sure that was the 90s but i mean everything was poor choice back then oh it's a comedy go ahead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's jim carrey sure what i mean Um, is i i get what you if we were to call if we were to um get what is it blame him for getting like kid money it would be the grinch like yeah yeah i can see that that. anything that's what i'm saying that but he even he killed the grinch like he did he did a great job as the grinch and that's why i felt like this marked the beginning of him doing that doing didn't he do horton here's a who yeah and then and then he did the grinch and it was like Okay, so this is the end of Jim Carrey doing actual movies. That's what it meant for me because that's how much Jim Carrey meant for me. Yo, now, see, that's the thing is that we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work. Um, I'm kind of, I'm torn about these things because he's he as an artist, he's doing a whole bunch of other stuff. He's a painter now. He's he's just on a different level. He's just in a different place. Um, but when I originally watched it, that's what it meant for me. It meant the turn towards, oh, so now you're gonna, now you're gonna be a part of the, like, child movie industry (laughs) and just start making movies for kids and make a billion dollars. That's cool. But when are you gonna make, like, sincere films again? That's what it meant for me, right? So there was like a, there was like a terrible attachment for the movie with me. Um, I think that's more of like a personal opinion, but... What what else is an opinion? Are there any professional opinions? Yeah, there are. In my professional. (laughs) Okay, first of all, first of all, that's how opinions work. Okay. (laughs) No, I get what you're saying. It is a personal problem. I'm admitting this, but now where I am at now in 2019, I am. I have seen. I have seen the error of my ways, dude. This movie is incredible. It is one of the best feel bad movies. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can agree. Like, it's so bold of a movie to start out, a kid's movie, to start out with, like, tragedy and almost never take its its eyes off the fact, until the end, which I have some issue with, never take its eyes off the fact that this is kind of a tragedy. Yeah. Above, above, yeah. above all the other funny and, like, you know, kooky parts of the movie. Yeah. It's a tragedy. Like, it's just, it's a tragedy. Um, for those who haven't seen the movie, should we do a little... I mean, does the summary matter? Do they need to know? No. If no? you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, dude. There's like a Netflix series on it that's yeah. a spinoff of it, too. Um, well, I mean, it's all based off of a book. And it's all based off the book, right? Yeah. Lemony Snickets. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I haven't, you know, read a look of. But um, starting off with with three kids whose parents die, you know, parents die in, in a tragic, you know, fire... fire. Um, and then their various personalities. One as what the inventor, mm-hmm. um, one as the reader, and then one as like the biter, <laughs> one as like the eater. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they all kind of represent this. I don't know if you guys got this feeling, but they all sort of represented like a dimension of of childhood. You know, they all represented like a very unique oh. aspect of like put together. They were like kind of your ideal kid who yeah. like puts things in their mouth to discover things, yeah. reads things to discover things, builds things to discover yeah, things, you know? Right. Um, and definitely know different aspects of like childhood, like you're saying. Yeah. 
um, because they're all at different ages. Yeah. And you see, like, Violet's uh, maturity yeah. over Klaus's, like, you know, like, he's trying to figure things out. Yeah. And the little kid is just a toddler. Like, yeah. she's just. She's yeah. hilarious, though. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's, uh, you're not buying this, are and you? The, <laughs> and, like, I, I was, this time watching it, I was enthralled by her. Like, yeah. I couldn't keep my eyes off of her because yeah. she was, like, they got her at perfect moments. Yeah. Like, even when it wasn't about her, I was, like, watching her. Because, you know, I wanted to see how she was reacting yeah. and how how they got hit, uh, they got her to do certain things or, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. working with children that age cannot be easy, like, Dude. at all. They're not yeah. born with this, like, talent. Um, yeah. But it was, I mean, the movie is really good. I've always loved it. I think it's an amazing like cast what's his name yeah. um dustin hoffman is in there dude makes a random oh little appearance gosh, right yeah, uh, yeah. second I totally very wild about him cedric, as like a spectator in the way cedric yeah. the entertainer yeah. cedric like, the entertainer dude yes <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah no dude. it's an amazing cast yeah. and um i think they did an amazing job and i'm really sad that they didn't continue yeah. with this is one of the movies that I'm really sad that they didn't continue because yeah. there's eight books. Okay. Yeah. And so like they had content. It's not like Game of Thrones. Like <laughs> they were going right beyond the. <laughs> they were gonna even, like just, you know so yeah. Uh, okay. I think after watching it this time, I'm like, man, maybe I should start reading the books or hearing them or something like that because yeah. it's such it's so good. It's so wholesome. Like yeah, it's built on tragedy, but yeah. like. You know, life is built on tragedy. <laughs> That's why I think it's legitimately wholesome. Yeah. And not like saccharine wholesome. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, we're going to have pound cake for dinner, kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that'll fill you, but then you'll, you'll be exhausted and you'll have a stomach ache in two hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like legit. It's like, it just feels like a very honest take, you know, of like, wow, when you're a kid, you do feel like in some ways, some of the world was against you, you know? Right. Um, and the people who did come alongside to help you were, were like, were blessings, but they were also flawed people, you know? Right. Uh, when you have Dr. Montgomery Montgomery, which is one of the best ridiculous names that I've heard, like, where he doesn't, he misses the forest for the trees, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He thinks... He thinks Count Olaf is trying to hustle him in one way, and the kids are like, no, 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 dog, it's, it's this way. Like, yeah. Ends up, you know, into his untimely death on Josephine, who like everybody has that person in their life or that person in their family who's paranoid of everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. put the cap on that water bottle. She yeah, probably yeah, watched yeah. Telemundo. <laughs> Had to, bro. Herbalife was involved. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, was absolutely involved. Um, you know, but like, there, there's just so much, so much power behind, behind the truth of those. Things. What's up, Juji? Juju um, belongs in this. We actually yeah. need Juju's take on this too. Um, yeah. No, and the the theme of the movie also with like everyone not listening to them. Yeah. Like, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like that's a huge theme in the movie. Yeah. And it keeps yeah. happening, and they tell them the truth, and they tell them, you know, the yeah. whole thing with um, Doctor Montgomery, Montgomery, like. <laughs> They could have easily, you know, he could have easily, like, seen that happen or whatever. Um, But he, like you said, thought it was the society of 
herpetology or something like herpetologists or something like that it sounded really bad yeah snake thing yeah yeah he's like trying to steal my venom he's trying (laughs) he's trying to steal my nah dog not even close yeah Yeah. no it's a really good movie i think i was also when i was watching it i was like man to be those kids in the presence of Jim Carrey, dude. Oh my god! I wouldn't be able to stop laughing. Yeah. And they were just like completely composed. Yeah. Professionals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I don't even know if there's bloopers to this movie. I would love to see. The I bloopers. would. Lo- yeah. I would pay to see those bloopers. Yeah. Like a liar, liar style reel. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Um. So. Did that sincerity strike you too? But were you yeah. like, were you gripped by it? But you were gripped by it from the beginning. Like you liked it from the beginning. Yeah, you know, I've always okay. liked it, and I think reading the books, oh, you it's read them? yeah, yeah, I read them. Oh, um, I think, <laughs> I think I read them all except for the last one. I think I kind of gave Gosh. up like halfway through the last book. I was like, man, I can't finish things. You didn't want it to end. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't finish. I knew I was a millennial way before that. Um, <laughs> Proto millennial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I mean, it definitely like all the things that you're saying are on point. Definitely. And so I think when I'm comparing it or when I'm watching the movie and I'm going back to the books and I'm like, oh man, like it is still just the same. Like, sure, there's different quirks and the words aren't perfectly accurate, but it's the same characters that are in the book are in the movie. When you're seeing those stages of those kids, um, when you're seeing that as a, um, the inventor, the reader and the biter, that's still relevant, uh, relevant in the um in the books okay. as well as the movies and then you're still seeing that like yeah you see the wholesomeness of it but i think the funniest thing that like i remember is that in the books you're con the kids are constantly put in the situation like no that's count olaf that is him and they're like so frustrated and uh-huh. you're right there with him you're like livid at how you know um how dumb these adults are and you're yeah. like why can't they see it and then wow. it's like and it's very unfortunate that the movie did not continue and they ended it and, you know, we'll get to the endings, but okay. it's just, it's still so, so relevant to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. thought that was one of the best parts of the movie is like how the, like, you know, see the world through the eyes of a child and yeah. it's like, yo, they see so clearly through everything and they yeah. also treat each other in a way that's like, that's so powerful and tender, you know, and that you would like when, when they talk about making a sanctuary anywhere they go, you know, like that's family like they they made a family wherever they go they were they were a portable family wherever they were and and they worked together um i love the focus on klaus and the baby yeah their relationship in the beginning he didn't like her yeah and then they you know they're playing fetch or whatever (laughs) like okay early 2000 cgi is terrifying oh yeah can we agree on that it's terrifying (laughs) like and she looks at the camera like she's like rabid and like it just looks (laughs) It's bad. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like their... It was a good... It was Like you said, it's a good take on family and having each other's backs. Yeah. And how they work together. How each one of their talents, like, complemented yeah. the other. Absolutely. And so... Absolutely. They played well into that. The, those kids are fire. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. I also think one powerful... Like, this movie displays truths so matter-of-factly, like, without saying them, like, heavy-handedly. And that's why I think I like it as a kid's movie. Because so many things come at us 
in reality and they don't explain themselves. Like they they never announce themselves, you know? And like when Olaf in the beginning is like, um, give me the line, give me the line. He's like, my parents are dead. Like, like so much of our tragedy in life, people aren't going to acknowledge our tragedy in life. They're just going to acknowledge like the fact that it happened, but not the emotional toll that it took out of us, yeah. you know? And them doing that up front was like, oh, dude, okay, so this is this is not a sentimental movie. Yeah. Like this is like this is a story about the reality that happens after that. But then all of the kookiness also, you know, like I don't know. Somehow it keeps this like this real and fantastic balance, you yeah. know, really well done. Um, and I think Jim Carrey is the perfect person to do that with because he has this like sinister edge about him, but then he also has he can also play like super humorous. To where it's like, I can't, I can't take this guy seriously. And then he has moments where you're like, nah, dude, he's going to kill these kids. Yeah. Like, he's going to straight up murder yeah. these kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, when he go, Wunk, and he, like, puts the puts the knife in the door, you're like, oh, my guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's going to gut this little kid while he's helping him with the bags. You know? Like, crazy stuff like that. I Can we talk about Count Olaf? Can we, so can do we, you, can we break down Count Olaf? Do you think that anybody else could have done it? Okay. Okay. I feel oh, this. Okay, before you before you go on, I feel like every character that Jim Carrey has played, yeah, he was like born to play that character. <laughs> he like rocks it every time. I don't care if you think that like he's old and like he's still very relevant now, yeah. and he's one of the the best actors of like this century. So like yeah. every he he kills every character. I don't care if you yeah. don't like number twenty three. He killed it. Yeah. I think he killed it. It's still like the movie may have sucked or whatever, but like he gave it his all. Yeah, That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like he gives it one hundred and ten percent every time, and Absolutely. you see it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like in the bloopers for Liar Liar. Oh my god. There's a part where they're like yelling at each other. Yeah. And the one lady's like. Overactor. Yeah. <laughs> and they all laugh. Yeah, dude. And he's like, they got me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. That's who I am. I. Yes. Yeah. And yes. he knows it. He knows it. So, he, like, yeah. that's the charm that he has. Like, Absolutely. people are going to laugh at you. You are, Absolutely. you know, charming. You are funny. And, yeah. like, you're going to keep going until you can't go anymore. Yeah. Until you become Sonic the Hedgehog and then <laughs> tank your career. You know, you never know. Um, do you agree, Byron? He's one of the... Yes, one of the, I 100% agree. There are times... There are there were movies where I can yeah. see a different actor p- playing that role. Yeah. But because of how iconic he is, yeah. you know, I don't know if they can do it better. Like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm trying to think back and I'm thinking, you know, Fun with Dick and Jane. Yeah. Amazing movie. Loved him in it. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe a, a Steve Carell could have also done that actor. Yeah. Because it's not just pure goofiness. Yeah. Because um, you can see it in like um, uh, the the same character in Anchorman that that um, Brick? Steve Carell, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, plays where it's just kind of like. But it wouldn't dumb. have been his like good. inert like. Sure, but I mean, I'm not saying that like it would have been better. I'm just saying like I can see his style also working well within it. Absolutely, absolutely. Call me crazy. Dang, Vivian is. Here's my number. But I'm really excited for the Sonic movie. Yeah, me too. Because really? of Jim Carrey. Because of Jim Carrey. Wow. He's yeah. just, I mean, he's a bad guy, so he's not even the main actor. Yeah. I, 
I know Jim Carrey. It could be great. It could be bad, but uh, but I think it could. Be. That's the thing is when he gets in play, it always ha- it always raises the ceiling of the movie. You know what I'm saying? You're always yeah. like, dang, yeah. this could hit. Yeah. Or it could be. And the fact that they're bad. listening to fans is really important too. Yeah, definitely. It changed the, I, I think when I when I hair. first saw the trailer and I first saw who Sonic was, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be like so lame. Yes. But the fact that they did actually end up changing it, they pushed back the the date, or I think I don't know if they pushed it back, but they, did. they delayed yeah. the movie for it. Yeah, it just like makes it at least like makes me more open to seeing it now. Absolutely. Before I was like, not, nah, I'm not gonna even bother looking at that. The eyebrows Looks trash killed me, bro. I was like, oh, nah, dude, that that's automatic. The no. teeth, the teeth, <laughs> the teeth. You look terrifying. You might no, be, no, yeah. it's bad. I mean, like, the yeah. only redemption cut would have been Jim Carrey, but yeah. not enough for me to go see it. But, well, you know, who knows? Maybe if yeah. I see an updated trailer, maybe I'll I'll be I'll be with it. But, I mean, yeah. they have Jean-Ralphio. I forgot his real name. But isn't he the main actor? Isn't he Sonic? Jean-Ralphio is playing Sonic? What's his name? I have no I, idea. I forgot his name. He's Jean-Ralphio now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Severstein. Yeah, Yeah, does a cameo. Um, well, okay, here, so... On another note, yeah. on the, well, kind of on the same. Ben note. Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Okay. Yes. He's yes. not the main actor, but we are excited to see him in it. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing with Batman Forever. Were people excited? Ooh. I would actually <laughs> Let's put talk that. about it. I at the time, talk about it. At the time, I was I was hella excited. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, just because the Riddler. Could you have picked any other person more perfect? At the time, probably not. No. At the time. Doubt it. Right. Like, absolutely doubt it. Like, um, that's that's the most memorable part of the movie is Jim Carrey. It like, is. Like, do I remember... Who else was in the Batman weird. Forever? Like, was it uh, Schwarzenegger? Was he in there? Was no, that was, Freeze? that was Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, okay. It was Never Freeze mind. and Poison Ivy. And then Forever was, was Two-Face. Oh. And Tommy Lee Jones is like oh. the ridiculous out there Toothpaste. Oh, and Tommy yeah. Lee Jones never played a character like that ever in his life. And so he never like did it again. Yeah. yeah. And then he went to Old Country for Old or No Country for Old Men. <laughs> old Country for Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> old Country Buffet for Old Men. Actually, I think you got to put him to the side. That's you got to put him in their own. <laughs> we don't want you. We don't want your kind. Exactly. He's just reading a newspaper for like eight hours. <laughs> Staring at people over Trying to get his TV to work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Calling his nephew. Wait, wait. <laughs> just come over. Um, so you talked about Jim Carrey being one of the greats of our generation. And I agree. Um, I think in this movie, one one thing that I want to... That I, that I don't know if we... like. Okay, I realized this on, the, on the, this later watching as well. Jim Carrey paired with Jude Law is... Genius, yo, because you have Jude Law's but you can't. silky smooth. I totally yeah. forgot it was Jude Law until I saw it again, dude. I was like, yo, you have Jude Law as your narrator, yeah. bro. Yeah. Jude Law is like that front man. Yeah. You have Jude Law in on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how good this movie is, dude. Yep. That they have, <laughs> like, I don't even know how they had the budget for this movie. To be honest, like, who did this? But um, I don't think that Jude Law was that big at that time. Are you I, for real? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he I was. I mean, I was. 2004? I don't know. I don't uh, think so. I don't Jude know. Jude got big after like a like an old timey movie he made, right? He was, he was big for me since the talented Mr. Ripley, but um, Jude Law. Jude, we're talking. Um, that was, was that dude for a minute, dude. 
1999 is the talented uh, Mr. Ripley. Yeah. I like him as in Sherlock as well. Oh, yeah. Um, he killed in Sherlock. Dude, monster in Sherlock. Um, he did. This is this is like in the height of Jude Law, to be honest with you. 2004? Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, which I think I really liked. I don't know. Um, I, th- I think, I think you know. We're closer? Definitely like a late 2000s. Yeah, Enemy of the Jude Gates, Law. AI. Okay. This is like right after that. Yeah, so this is him on like his like, like his ascension, dude. Yeah. This is like this is Jude Law mid flight. It dog. was weird that you did you never saw his face. You thought that was weird? I thought no. that was perfect. No, no. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't know that it was Jude Law. I'm, I didn't know it was Jude Law until I looked him up. In my heart I knew it was Jude. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I know but that you, voice. But I've been mean, exactly. me to sleep exactly. every night. I dream about him. No, nah, I feel like I feel like he's He's the he's the proper heir to Hugh Grant. Like we always need an English voice in the world of cinema, and like Hugh Grant made his way out. You know what I'm saying? He eight and a half weeks or whatever, twelve weeks, nine and a half weeks, made his way out, and I'm happy about that. And then we we took up the mantle with Jude Law, and Jude Law carried that so masterfully. And I just I, I think definitely that I haven't. Yeah, I don't think I've. I'm Excuse a big me. Jude Law fan. Wow. I'm. I mean, I like him as an actor, but yeah. to like know that it was him right off the bat, no, I didn't know. Dude, you ever I see was... Gattaca? You ever no. see Gattaca with him and Ethan Hawke? No. Masterpiece. <laughs> Ma- what a you masterpiece. Road to Perdition is what I was thinking of. Road to Perdition is a dope movie like, too. Him and him and Tom Hanks, yeah. But it was more Tom Hanks, like it was, yeah. He's kind of a background dude, though. <sighs> I think so. In my personal and professional opinion. <laughs> okay, cool. As a professional movie watcher. As a professional podcaster <laughs> yeah, who makes zero dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Okay. no I, I just haven't been a, gr- a big Jude Law fan. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, but I, Okay, so what I mean is like aesthetically. Yes. Pairing, pairing a voice as calm and like sort of yes. reassuring as Jude Law. In the background. He narrated the shit out of that. Dude, yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Yeah. It was absolutely. amazing. That was some like... It was really good. BBC, yeah, yeah. dude. That was perfect. Um, and the dude they use for Netflix, I don't like. I don't like him as much. I like him, but I don't like him as much. I don't like that they like show his face. They make him a part of the show. Yeah, they Well, do. that's I, because he is Lemony Snicket. Well, so is... So is Jude Law in the miniseries. Yeah, but I mean, so here's the thing. So the movie doesn't go through all storylines yeah. of right. the books, whereas in the show does. But so the, like eventually, that's because like in the show, it lets you know he is Lemony Snicket at the end. You know, in the beginning, you just see a face. You're just saying it's a narrator, but you don't know it's that. Um, you don't know that it's Lemony Snicket. So in the movie, when they don't go through all the storylines or all the books, but in the movie, he says. Yeah. I'm Lemony Snicket. Towards the end, but that's because they had just had to wrap it up and like, right? Yeah, they weren't gonna do a two and three. But they could which, have kept that artistry going in the show. No, like, because I they liked, needed to close it because they needed yeah. to let the 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 uh, watchers know that it's Lemony Snicket. So who's Lemony Snicket? Narrator Jude Law. I know, but what what is his significance to the See, that's Bordelaire? The thing. So that's the thing because it doesn't go through all the stories. It doesn't give you that that correlation where he is actually um, like an uncle to them. 
Oh. Oh, for real? Yeah. So, so yeah, you have to if you finish the the show on Netflix, it goes. It does a pretty good job on going through it all. Okay, cool. So it like lays it out. So that's kind of why, like, in the beginning of the show, where I forgot who the actor is, um, who does the narrator, um, he. You know, you don't realize that it's Lemmy Snicker. You just think, okay, it's a narrator off screen because he's talking directly to the camera. Gotcha. It's, you know, this whatever person. But then in the end, you end up realizing that he is Lemmy Snicket. He is like an uncle to the to the gotcha. kids. And in the show, they don't show it because, like, they still have to keep the mystery without showing it. And they in the end, they do have to wrap it up. And they're like, oh, here's the final reveal. This is Jude, this is Jude Law is the is Lemmy Snicket and uncle. Well, actually, they don't well, even explain that it's in the movie. They, no, they don't. Yeah, no, they, they don't. never do. Yeah. He just says yeah. at the end, "I'm Lemony Snicket." Yeah, it's exactly. Because it's just like a of the border layered really, children. Yeah. It's a really crappy, you know, wrap up. Yeah. 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 So because you have to, uh, and this is now. It's not even. It's not even Jim Carrey, but it's yeah. they're the the movie just did a horrible job wrapping it up. I agree, but I don't know what which, but what aspect. How was it bad for you? Like, is Two, what I mean. It was just so clean cut where it's like, boom, caught and over and you live <laughs> yeah. a happy life. It's like, no, well, you read the book. They go through years of ooh. of this torment Dang. where they have to run, escape, and try to catch Count Olaf. Gotcha. So when they're just doing like, they kind of, the, the wedding thing was yeah. technically part of like book one. Oh, but Aunt Josephine and her paranoia was like book three. So oh. it's like going back and forth. And so that wrap up was like, okay, going, okay, I don't know what so this ending this, is. Yeah. When they made this movie, it sounds like they knew they were only going to make yeah. one. Yeah, I, I think that that's what they which mean, is which is sad. Yeah. I probably want ran out of budget. More. <laughs> but, they said, but they said he escaped and wasn't found. Oh, yeah, which was. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was on the, on the lamb. Yeah, but then at that point, they just kind of like... It dropped it. The, the storyline's no longer real. I bet the next so, movie was supposed to be... Mm, I can see that. coming back into the picture. Yeah. I thought... So I agree that they wrapped it up too clean, and I do think that they planned for a sequel yeah. in some respects. My anger at the movie was when they took the foot off the gas of their parents being dead. Because I thought you basically unearthed all the emotional weight that we had behind this movie. Because for me, part of the power in this movie was that like there is no going back. Mm-hmm. There is no going back to safety. You ha- you must forge a way out of these situations, or unfortunately, that's the end for you. Right. You know. Um, and I was like, yo, don't cop out at the end and make it so that the parents might be alive. Um, so. I, that's what I took from the letter because I didn't read the books. I'm assuming that letter was not from their parents, but from Lemony Snicket. Maybe? I, I don't, don't know. know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Or I, what I'm saying is like if if the storyline goes that Lemony Snicket is the one who's alive and is, is eventually sort of like helping them make their way through these challenges, then I'm assuming maybe the letter was from Lemony Snicket. I don't know. Can I give a spoiler alert? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely. The parents are alive. See, my God. <laughs> My goodness. So you I just can't remember. Can feel that. Be, I mean, you can. You, you can feel it throughout when? the movie. Yet? Throughout the movie. Maybe, and, but see, here's the thing. Maybe that's oh, why they didn't do a, a good uh, focus on the parents because they can't keep saying they're dead, they're dead, they're dead. When in reality, they're not. They're actually alive. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, like you can mention it because that's what everyone thinks. But you know, yeah. as you'll see in the show, if you guys end up watching it, um, which highly I recommend. Saw one episode of it. Highly episode. recommend. It, it, it it's was a, really fun. It's but... really it's it's a little goofy in the, in the terms yeah. of like design. Um, 
the, the set design and stuff like that but yeah. you um you end up seeing that they're alive gotcha. um and that's where i just forget if the letter's from lemony snake because he is also writing to the kids okay um okay. And I don't. Bel- I think it is from Lemony Snicket because I don't remember the parents actually reaching out towards the until the end. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yo, for me, so that was- I felt like they were alive because they kept saying they were investigating these fires. Why, if you were so invested in these fires, why would it be something that kills you? Like they would have known but it. The parents were investigating the fires. Yeah. Like every one of them oh, were investigating yeah, yeah. the fires, and so like I feel like. Through, I felt that they were alive throughout the whole thing because, okay. like, how how can, like, each person lose somebody to a fire or, like, something happened to a fire? They should have seen it coming. And so, like... Gotcha. And the fact that she was like, they left us nothing. No, there's no way that they left you nothing. Right. Like, and then the letter comes or whatever. Yeah. But, like, it just... To me, I was like, I was waiting for it. And so okay. that's why I want more. But, like, the show, I watched, like, two episodes and I can't get through it. You weren't into it? No. You, 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 def- into it. you definitely have to, like, go through a few episodes just because yeah. it is, the design of it, it's super quirky. Yeah. yeah. Super quirky. I love that. I kind of like that. It was, it was a little bit harder for me. era of, like, mm. I want it to be a little fantastical. I kind of like yeah, that. Yeah. I enjoy that, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it. it's some people. I mean, but definitely once you get into the storyline and the the characters, yeah, it's an instant hook. I can promise you, after like two to three episodes, you're good, and it, it you'll you'll forget about the design. And it'll be just like part of it. Dang. Okay. So I, and I gotta watch the show. I gotta watch it all. Um, but I thought that they were what what the fires did for me was they built up the legend of Count Olaf more and more. Because I thought it was like, yo, this dude murdered his parents the same way. This dude, like, the, he's setting fires and traps all over. Like, every time you make a step, he's two, he's three steps ahead. You know what I mean? So, it built up the legend of Count Olaf even more, which made him more sinister in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And and even his progression in character, as he becomes, like, it, he commits to his lie more and more. Like, his costume looks more, like, dastardly. You know what yeah. I mean? Um Cause he's like, I am an Italian man, and it was like, <laughs> like super funny. And then he's like, Nah, dude, like I'm gonna get weird and go out to the sea, and then I'm gonna be like, like that dramatic like painting on his face as an actor. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. He dude. gets he gets uh he he gets more into the character in the yeah. later on um in the storyline. He ends up like cross dressing and like dresses as a woman for a oh, good shoot. amount, and it's just super funny. Dude, see, man, that's. I Nathan definitely Jim wish I, seeing Jim Carrey do all of these characters, like yeah. eight or nine characters that he has to do. Yeah, it's I would l- have loved to see it because you really only see yeah. three. It's Count Olaf, the uh, apprentice or the the assistant, yeah, and then yeah. the Captain Sham. Yeah, yeah. But there's so much more that okay. he would have just killed it. It would have been so funny. I but so so one of the powers of this movie for me was that it didn't get turned into a franchise. Yeah, I like. I am tired of at every time there's something remotely good out that makes more money than it co- like makes like ten million more dollars than it costs. I don't think this one made a lot of money, and that's why they didn't go further. Because maybe not, maybe not. Because for yeah. it to like come out again, like years, uh, ten years later, yeah. ten plus years later as a TV show, right? Like 
they're like, well, let's give this another chance because it didn't do so well the first time. Let's yeah. make it into a TV show because it is an eight-part book. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? And I get it. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know what was happening in 2004. I'm sure there was some kids movie that was all the rage or something. I don't know when Frozen. Yeah. I don't even know. But George Bush's uh, second term. <laughs> right. It was a dark time. Then there you go. I mean, in movies, but like in politics, absolutely dark time. So probably theater theaters sales were probably way down. Yeah. So, you know? so here I just looked up the, the numbers. Yeah. So the cost of the movie, the budget at least, yeah. was 140 million. Yeah. It grossed in the U.S. or, you know, let's just do worldwide, 209 a sixty million dollars. Uh, so barely. Yeah, barely. like that's barely. not. Yeah, ain't enough. For 118 it. in the U.S. So like, didn't do well. No, it, it did, did not, not do well. well. Which gotcha. is, I, I think it was just too early for its time, to be honest, because the books had just come out. So oh, gotcha, or like gotcha. a few years before that. So I think just like, it and was the still books fresh. were pretty popular. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got I all, I got all of them. Like, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. I, it has the power to be a sequel. Absolutely. Like, it has enough weight yeah. and all the characters to, to go on. I thought, it was, I thought it was bold in contrast to what we have now in movies where everything is getting over-sequeled. We have a Terminator 9. You know, I don't even know where <laughs> they're at with Dark Fate. I wonder if they asked him to be in the Netflix one. You talking about Jim Carrey? Yeah. And yeah, he turned know. it down. I don't know. They oh should have. Oh, my God. They should have honored I mean, I don't the ha- Carrey. I don't hate MPH, but, like... Jim Carrey. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. if you if you get to go back and pick Jim Carrey, yeah. But Jim yeah. Carrey's a different man now. He's di- he's just I still he think is he different. Could do it. different. I, I honestly don't, don't know if I can see him in it again. You don't Ooh. think he could do it right now? I think if he does it, it's not a child friendly event. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't think him as an actor. You know, I don't think it fits. I don't yeah. think it fits anymore. I think NPH is a better. Is a much more like he, suited. Yeah, he yeah. he can kind of straddle both of those lines of like, yo, you know, kind of playful, but also you have to take him seriously because he's a serious actor, you know, kind of thing. So yeah. So fun fact. Um, yeah. I'm trying to look up, you know, why they didn't do a sequel and all this, yeah. and you know, I can't find a concrete um, answer. But one of the things that I found was that Daniel Radler, the author yeah. of the book was actually shut up by producers and a lot of the development of the movie. So what? I can see that it's... He was shut out? Yeah, he was shut out. Like, you know, they were what? making decisions. And so I think one of the biggest things that the producers wanted to do was actually focus on Jim Carrey. And oh. Daniel Radler said, like, no, he's not, like, the focus. Yes, he is a main actor. He's the antagonist. Yeah. But he's not... The, the book is about the Baudelaire's. Yeah. So I can see that it's, like, they probably kind of had a falling out. You're like, oh, you know what? Creative. Yeah, like let's leave it open for for uh for a sequel towards the end because they said like he got out and whatever. But I think that it's just like probably like Hollywood stuff, politics. That's so lame, dude. I know. Because we could have had Jim Carrey killing the game and never had Horton Hears a Who, which is in the bottom Uh, of movies in my opinion. No. I was just thinking about oh it. I would probably. I think it's my least. I know, I, and this is gonna be some heresy. I was thinking, Horn here is a who is not in the bottom three, but for me, okay. it when he's the Riddler in the back. When you guys are saying, I was like, I don't. It's like I don't it's like dynamic, it. but it it actually accentuates how bad the rest of the movie. I was gonna is. say it, it, it was a good part of it was because of the movie. Yeah, he, he just didn't. He couldn't redeem it. Yeah, and I think he Where was he trying could, to, bro. He, yeah, for sure. I think he was trying. And he to could like, do that for any other movie. Yeah. So just like the fact that you kind of just like ah. Horton hears a who. 
How? How is that like bottom? I'm a pretty big Dr. Seuss fan too, but um, I just think it's the height of Jim Carrey doing something that is. You can. It, even- it's only utilizing his goofy abilities. <laughs> only goofy. No. Are you? Have you seen the movie? I definitely have. Yeah, but I feel like what I'm saying is I don't. It doesn't feel like sincere Jim Carrey to me. It just and didn't I, feel that way. I disagree. Like that's fine. Maybe it's wholeheartedly. Do you think it's just because you you couldn't see him? Yeah. Is it a cartoon thing? Yeah. Um. Because I'm mean, like I don't know. I don't think let, so. Let's go back to the classics of Ace Ventura and, and yeah. the Mask, where it's like he is literally the kookiest, goofiest person in that. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. like I just don't like you. And you're saying that it's Horner yeah. who was too goofy. What I'm saying is it's only goofy. It's only like oh this is all for kids. Where, that's the way it felt that way. No, it's like heartfelt. Yeah, I mean it's okay. It's a it's a heartfelt story, but I just feel like Jim Carrey's performance I wasn't into. I just I wasn't buying it. Do you compare it to Beyonce's Nala? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a whole nother level of like. That's a different thing. Beyonce's Nala is well, Beyonce doing something voiceover. beyond her capacity. It's doing it's doing something that's like. You're doing this because that's your name, not because that's your talent. Does that make sense? And I feel like the way I felt like, okay, maybe it's just my connection with Jim Carrey. I feel like you're saying that about Jim Carrey. What I'm saying about Jim Carrey is I feel like it was a move. It felt like a choice and a movie that was just like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and make a quick $3 million and the movie is just going to kind of be a throwaway like a forgotten I'm, movie I'm a little hurt that you say that because Horton Hears I'm the so Who <laughs> is one of the best movies that I think he's made as like a voiceover okay maybe he, that's fine okay he what are some other voiceover movies that he's you done can, I, I don't well, know well uh, Christmas Carol it looks like him but I think it's like animated yeah it's like oh, live yeah, action yeah, or whatever yeah. it's like CGI. Yeah, he's Scrooge, right? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. definitely Scrooge. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think he, I think he does so well acting through his voice. Like, I'll give it another watch. There's a chance that I, I could, that I could be wrong. What I'm you saying, can, you can see Jim Carrey saying what Horton is what, saying in your mind. The grumbly, yeah, yeah big and old like, mustache and. And, like, there's parts where he's, like, very sweet to the kids that he teaches. And, like, you know, he's always, like, it's, I don't think it's goofy 100% of the time. You can hear the sincerity in what he's saying. And I think that Jim Carrey knew what he was getting into. And it wasn't, like, I just disagree with you. I yeah, think that <laughs> I think that he thought this through. And I yeah. think that it, it was, like, no, dude, it's Dr. Seuss. One, how can I pass on this? And, like, how can I not put my heart into this? Because this is stories that, like, children grow up on. Right. And he, again, killed it. Like, you know, know, I don't. That's fine. I mean, that's cool. (laughs) That's cool. What I love is the power of Jim Carrey to be able to evoke this from us. That's unmistakable that we have feelings about what he's done. Like. That's that's powerful for me. That's yeah. that's almost enough for me, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's I guess. <sighs> I think it's on the level of 
fun with Dick and Jane. Like fun with Dick and Jane is funny. Oof. Yeah. But like it's powerful. Oh my god. Yeah. Because that speech like, at the end. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I wanted to cry. Absolutely. I feel like it invokes the same emotion. And like I love that my kids love that movie. The Horton Hears a Who. Okay. But like so for me, no, no, no. For me, it does the same thing. Those two gotcha. movies do the same thing for me. Because gotcha. yes, they're funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like it's it's, you know, playing at my heartstrings, like yeah. hardcore. So like I appreciate because he can do that. Jim Carrey can do that. He can be yes. funny, even in Liar Liar. There's like a moment where you want to cry for this dude because like yeah. he, you know, he wants to, he realizes how important his kid is to him. And like at a, at a moment that he, you know what I mean? He needs yeah. to like do something about it. Yeah, and so yeah. like the movie has a message and like it's it, in comedy, okay. it, like he uses his comedy to like portray this message and like completely bring you to tears okay. so like thank yeah. you jim carrey yeah of course like yeah amazing but all those three those three movies do that for me and he okay. and he kills it cool. like every time i think they're up there i don't think here's they're what I, bottom three here's here's okay <laughs> so the thing you know who most f is right yes so oh black on here's my analogy here's my Jeez. analogy black on both sides um, he works. He does the Black Star album with him and Talib. Uh, he does uh, what the Ecstatic. He does the New Danger, and then he does an album called December ninety ninth, and it's got a few few amazing tracks on it. But you're just like, man, that doesn't feel like you. That's what it felt like for me. It's just like it's still my guy, but it just it doesn't hit. It doesn't. It doesn't hit in that like, oh man, he's continually taking these roles that are like ascending and ascending. He was going through personal things, like you, you know, there like he has a story or he he talks a little bit about what he's been going through. I don't know if he was going through that with Horton Hears a Who, um, but he's like obviously gone through you know major events in his life, um, breakups, death of a death of his wife, and it's kind of a controversial subject. But like, that's what I'm saying with with the Horton Hears a Who. That's all I'm saying with it. Yeah. That's the way it feels for me. Yeah. And I also don't have the like, I don't have the kind of attachment. But I'm going to watch it again because I was wrong about Lemony Snickets and I'm open to being wrong about Horton Hears a Who. Yeah. Totally open to being. When's yeah. the last time you've seen Horton Hears a Who? <sighs> Maybe three, four years ago. It came out in 2009, right? Or Yeah, it's it's not a, it's not it's a, new not movie. a super new movie, no. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that's that's just how I feel. Because I was thinking, uh, I mean, also, like the, a good portion of like movies are like where you are, where like how old you are, context, and like your, yeah. your your maturity level, and like yeah. you could be at you could have been at that age where it's like, oh, I'm not into kids movies, I'm not into animated. Like, I'm not saying that's you, but yeah, no. there is. I mean, like, yeah. and I'm actually not. Like, I'm really. That's kind of generally me. Um, you're kind of like guilty until proven innocent with a with a kids movie for me. Um, because I feel like a lot of them follow the same template and they're just beautifully beautiful visually and they're almost just used as devices for parents to bring their kids to the, to the theater which is a beautiful thing. I wish my parents would have brought me to the theater with with certain movies. My first movie in theaters was Dragonheart with Randy Quaid. Do you remember uh. this movie? <laughs> and uh uh Sean Connery yeah, where yeah. Sean Connery is the voice of Drago, the, the last dragon on earth and Randy Quaid is somehow 
it's just bad. Um, not bad, but it's it's cheesy, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would, you know, it. I get the experience. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'll watch it again. Um, I feel like this is a good time to talk about our. We're not gonna talk about liar liar. Dang, we're not gonna talk about liar. liar. Okay, so this is a good time to talk about ads seen on TV. Maybe. <laughs> I'm. Sure. I'm. Or do you? <laughs> I'm always down for it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about liar liar? Uh, no, let's no. talk about... I think on TV a little break and then we go into Liar Liar. Sure. Whatever you think. Uh, okay, mine is real quick. I started... We're at an hour. We're oh, at we're an at hour? hour? Yeah. It's because we got tangents and... We went off. Um, we went well, off. Mine is really quick, really quick. I yeah. started watching uh, the Apple TV Plus, <laughs> which if you have yeah, an Apple device... You get it for free, I think. I don't know. Well, for real? For a year, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Apple. I, I wanted love to see you. that Dickinson show. Wiz Khalifa plays death. Oh. <laughs> it was just random, the most random casting ever. Well, I started watching the morning show with morning show. Um, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. Oh, dude, what? That's a, that's yeah. a cast. That's right a there. cast, yeah. Interesting. It is so good. Good? Okay. Like... So I'm hooked. Ooh. I'm waiting for the next episode. And like, it comes on every Friday. <laughs> and I'm just, I watched the three episodes. I couldn't stop. I was yeah. like, they got me. They got you. They got me hard. Nice. And I mean, it. Mm. I think that, I think that these, these uh, networks that are going hard at these like shows, like yeah. you have to buy the network. Yeah. To like be able to watch this stuff. Like yeah. I don't even know what Disney is going to come out with, but there if it's anything like Apple, <laughs> uh watch be. out because you're going to have to have all the subscriptions to like everything. Yeah. NBC has its own. It's going to have its own no, with the office, man. And the fr- and friends, I think. And friends? Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Who's you gonna be, Amazon, you're, you're Netflix, gonna end up spe- Disney. spending as much as cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Gotcha. So you're watching the morning show. That's yeah. your current obsession. Yeah, my current okay. obsession. That's. Yeah, let me know what you guys think. Cool. I would love to have a conversation about this. Nice. Um, and if you're not watching it, do yourself a favor and watch it. Gotcha. And that's all I'm gonna say. So I want to bring up another show because you mentioned Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. You guys got HBO. You guys watch HBO. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Reese Witherspoon's in a show called Big Little Lies. Dude, you. It is yeah. a must see. Amazing show. Dude. Heavy hitters. It got uh, Zoe Kravitz. It, it got no, uh, Nicole Kidman. Reese Witherspoon. Um, who are Skarsgård. One of the Skarsgård. Oh brothers. yeah, yeah. Um, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Adam Scott. Oh. Um, Laura Dern, Meryl Streep is in season two. I totally forgot about that. It is the only they, they, they stopped at season two. They're not gonna do more. Good, but amazing yes. show. I like binged the first season just straight, <laughs> straight. <laughs> okay, holy crap. Yeah, it is that good, dude. I keep hearing about this show, and I mean, <laughs> it definitely like the trailer just doesn't like captivate you right okay. away. So it is a little bit like, oh, you don't want to see it. You don't want to yeah. like, um. There's just nothing enticing about it, but once you actually start to see like the episode, you're like, "Oh, this is, this is insane, dude." I have to. See. Can you tell me? Okay, I'm sure it's about lies, um, right? Can you yeah. just give give me a, give us a little bit of like, 
It's about a lie that involves blank or a lie that involves... Um, no, no. It's not just like... It's lies because okay. that's the name of the show. It's okay. lies. Okay. It's plural. Okay. So uh, essentially, the, you know, um, Shailene Woodley, you know, the girl from... Ah, I forgot what movie. She's in the, Emergent like, or the Divergent? Uh, Divergent. Uh, okay. Divergence. I don't know. The, Convergent. The, <laughs> the Hunger Games uh, parody. Belligerent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly. a good. I saw it. It's it's good. It's whatever. Um, Isn't it set in Chicago or something? Whatever. I don't know. Um, but essentially, uh, you know, she moves from some other town. Okay. Um, I think probably like Santa Barbara or something like that. She moves up north. Okay. Um, you know, just starting you with her kid. Um, essentially, you know, there you'll 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 learn this is not the secret, but okay. um, her kid, um came from a rape that she had to endure like years ago oh man and it's super um super rough wow. um and they talk a little bit about that and that is yeah. kind of the premise of the show okay um is the the details behind it so but essentially yeah so that's like the main story it's like Yo. they don't talk about it every episode or anything but you do see that it yeah. is um you, part of the background and it is part of the the, the main storyline and so um you know it goes through different people's lives um you know not like every episode something different but it's just like one family's dealing with something else and another family's dealing with something else and they kind of culminate together you know kind of like riffraff sometimes you know they 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 butt heads or sometimes they they like kind of pair up or team up you know you see like um reese weatherspoon shailene woodley and nicole kidman like kind of be like this this group and then you see um forgot who, who are the other ones but um, Laura Dern is like her own group, and yeah. like she got some of the the PTA moms on her side. Um, <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, you see, you see Laura this. Laura Dern's a beast, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you see, like this, the storyline's kind of like there's small lies, yeah, and there's small things going on in each family's life, yeah. And then at the end, you see this culmination. Gotcha. Um, okay. you know, I'm not gonna explain too much too much about it, no, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna it, watch it. Whoa, <laughs> it is so. <laughs> good dude i and just remain and you know i've never been a big reese witherspoon fan okay okay but no this show for sure no, <laughs> no it's not a classic but i mean i, I, I don't i don't deal with anything bama i don't think anything with bama you <laughs> mentioned bama out no nah, but the, the show is so good gotcha. and i'm so upset that they couldn't do a season three it's because they got these huge heavy hitters that oh. literally no n- nobody's schedule lined up dang yeah. Also, how did you have the budget? You know? Oh, that too. I mean, you got Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, these dude, Meryl Streep. I mean, like, yeah, you, dude, <laughs> like they ran out of budget. That's crazy, man. I have to see the show. It's a good show. I am show. also very grateful to shows that end when they're supposed to end. Yeah. So man, they did. I, they they for sure made the ending. The ending. Okay. Cool. It's cool, not cool. like. Oh, I mean, I'm sure like any other show, you could have like another yes. season of something that yeah. like ends up happening, yeah. but in season two like they did a you think i i think they did a good job wrapping it up dude yes okay cool i gotta see it yeah i gotta see it hbo Damn, yeah. hbo is the best um hbo puts out mates amazing i'm waiting for los spookies season two i don't what? know if anybody else is waiting for that i don't i don't know anything about it one show i'm trying to watch though is the watchman I am trying. I'm trying to get into the Watchmen. I haven't seen I any am, episode. I just like haven't had the time because I'm watching all these other Netflix other originals. But got you. Um, I, I love amazing. I love the movie so much. It's probably one of my yeah. top five. Yeah. And um, definitely on on the HBO list. 
Gotcha. I I heard it's very good, and that yeah. it's like riffing off of the book rather oh, than okay. going exactly off textual material, which there is no more textual material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I so I read comics, and there's there's the sequel to to the Watchmen being done right now called Doomsday Clock, mm. and. It's not my favorite story, and so that's why I was like, when I first saw the Watchmen come out, I was like, man, dude, let's not, let's not. The you show know? or the movie? The the show. Okay. The show. The movie is almost an exact port over of the book, except oh, the okay. ending is different. So wait, is um, there a book and a comic book, or is it? What like... I mean by book is comic book. Okay. Sorry. okay. Um, that that graphic novel is probably one of the most well-renowned graphic novels. Probably one of the best written graphic novels ever made, just ever made. Period. Um, it's freaking. It's great. It's great. Uh, totally worth watching. Um, so my, just real quick, my ass scene on TV is Outlander. Sing me a song. Dude. It's, my brother-in-law recommended it. It's about the Scots. Uh, a woman somehow gets transported back in time. And it's the Scots fighting for survival against, um, the British army, essentially. Okay. Um, and I have no... I have no sentimental attachment to Scottish, Irish, British rivalry. I feel like it's such like a twice told story. And if you're not one of these people groups, you don't really care. And I'm just tired of hearing about these rivalries. But the story is so freaking good, man. And the acting is so well done. Um, is it on Netflix? I don't even know. It, it, the first two seasons are on Netflix. And then the remainder are on Hulu somewhere some I'm gonna have to port over to another platform or whatever. <laughs> so this kind of reminds um, me of the the show you ever heard of uh, Frontier it's on Netflix Frontier. I think it started off as like a like a actual television show and then oh. went over to Netflix so it's basically the same style of like two different groupings so this yeah. one is about um, Indians versus the uh, British trading company oh. so it's like set back then but the main actor is Jason Momoa yo kills it dude so good Jason Momoa. Yeah, it's, a, it's for sure it's a periodical show. So if yeah. you're not into those storylines of like, yeah. you know, 1700s or 1800s, it's it's you you can't get with it. Okay. But okay. I'm into it, it for the education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love yeah. history, so like yeah. I I'm, I'm I'm about it. But yeah, it just kind of reminds me. You know, you're saying this. You know, Scots versus who was it, Irish or oh, the British. The British, the yeah. Scots versus the British, and yeah. just kind of remind me of the. Gotcha, frontier. I didn't know yeah. Jason Momoa did a show, man. Good. Good, done. I think I think it just released its third season a few months ago. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I think they're still doing more. So. I think Jason Momoa needs. He's a little. Needs, I hope he. I hope he. I hope he fulfills the dream of being like a better actor than The Rock. Is my. That's yeah. what I hoped for him. Was like, yo, be better well, than The Rock. Though. He just be better. And I don't. I mean, you can't really compare him because The Rock started off as like a, a wrestler, and Jason Momoa didn't. Right. Like. They was, did, yeah. So like he wasn't. He is an actor, whereas in. But the if Rock he wanted to compare somebody to. They're comparable. Just because to each they're other. tall, brown, and buff. Kinda. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. feel like I feel like that the Rock walked very... so that Jason. Oh, okay. Could run. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Yeah, I can saying. see that. Like I, I feel mean, like I I have no problems with Jason Momoa as an actor. I hated Aquaman and I hated him in Aquaman as well. Yeah. Okay. That movie was but trash. But I didn't. <laughs> I and didn't disgust. hate him in very... Justice League. I thought he did well in oh, Justice I didn't, I didn't League. Oh, I haven't seen Justice League yet. Oh. I think maybe yeah. just the, the writing could have been a big... The writing for sure was the biggest like problem with that movie. And maybe because he had to go off of that script that maybe he just like wasn't good in it. So maybe it was something different. I don't know. But anyways, he was good yeah. in Frontier. I would recommend it. 
Cool. I mean, he's cool. amazing as Khal Drogo. Uh, <laughs> so. But Khal Drogo does like three things. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, he grunts. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's not. But he grunts so good. He's, oh, oh. he's barely. Rob, are you hearing this? <laughs> okay. Right, exactly. Rob, yes. watch No. <laughs> so. Like, when I watched Aquaman, I felt the same way. I was like, man, you can't be yeah. this like yeah. dumb, like yeah, that's macho. What... Like, yeah. I've seen you. The Tell me he doesn't like make you feel feelings feel, feel what as, in what in call, as Carl Drogo he did like, not make he, me feel no, hold on, a hold on, no, 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 no hold on <laughs> I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like the intensity that he brought as like uh, I mean I, I, I thought yeah. he was really good as Carl Drogoff I mean I don't, I don't I'm know I'm not saying the sexy feature we all know no, no, he's no. sexy but like yeah, he I mean, I brought to. it in well, another yeah. language that somebody made up yeah you're right you're right so I'm not like I'm literally speaking to his like talent. I don't know why you're getting, he- I don't know why you're getting heated fine. though. Because like... you guys are coming at me. <laughs> I think Jason. It's your Momoa... professional opinion. <laughs> exactly. It is professional. I think Jason Momoa has he has, has some potential. ground to cover. Yeah, yeah. He's got the potential, man. Yeah. Potential. I'm, I'm not saying That's he's a, like up there, but I definitely him. think that. Yeah. In Aquaman, I agree. I think I think Jason Momoa is the worst part about Aquaman. No. Everything else surrounding him, uh, I thought was actually pretty dang good. You know, I had to admit that. Yeah. The dude who played um, the Ocean King, Ocean Master, what or whatever. It? Oh, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. It might. Oh, Amber Heard as yeah. as Mira. Yeah. Dude, killed it. She Her really hair good. is a little too red, but like too red, killed but yeah. it. Like the visuals, beautiful, stunning. Visuals but like again, good. it's another one of these like. I really think it was the, it was the writing that that threw it off. I, yeah. I think I think because he had to deal with the writing. I, I don't I don't think it was him because he you've seen him in other shows and movies and he kills it. And even in Justice League, when he had to say, he had to be the same person. I thought he did great in Justice League. So like, yeah. it was so like it's a taste. The, it was I think like, I really think yeah. it was the writing that screwed him over. It be. wasn't him. Had to be. But I'm still waiting for him to like, to, yeah, to ascend. Yeah, you know, I mean, to hit yeah. that like one where I believe him. And I'm like, oh shoot, he's like, because I feel like he's got it in him. I don't know. That's yeah. me though. I have a question um, though. Yeah, go for <clears> it. <throat> so you, you you didn't like Aquaman, just yeah. the movie in general with yeah. Jason Momoa, right? You, you didn't think it was good. No. But when you look at what Aquaman is as a superhero, yeah, how do you make a good movie of that? There's yeah. tons of ways. Just make it a little bit more serious. I think there's like but the the right the it was the it was I the think, writing that I think when you look at the perception of Aquaman today, yeah, he is a joke of a superhero, and they kind of leaned into that and mm. made it a more lighthearted like. No, because he has Fun like yeah. real. It's it's basically the Fast and the Furious Five. No, see that's the angle I think they took, and they they were worse for it. They were worse for it because they didn't give it any emotional gravity. Because it could have been it, dude. You could ma- if you can make a real movie out of. Dude, you can make you can make a superhero movie out of anything. You made Ant Man into a legitimate superhero who we actually like are attached to, and that's Paul Rudd, who was a Oof, comedian. Paul no Rudd. offense, to Paul Rudd. You know, what I'm Paul Rudd. First of all, that's blasphemy. Ant Man was amazing. <laughs> Paul Rudd. I'm, I'm not trashing. Amazing. What Paul, I'm saying is Paul Rudd is Bay for me. <laughs> Paul Rudd is you just like fantastic. Rudd. You don't like the movie. I but, love the movie. Okay, whatever. Let's keep going. What I'm saying is they, no tangents. Yeah, they made what they. They could have made him into a more believable character. Yes, for and sure. And also in an age where climate change is like everything that we're is in the conversation is in every conversation that you have in the but public I, arena almost like I think DC has leaned so heavily on the like 
noir version of the yeah. Yeah. heroes that doing something fun like that was maybe a lot of people refreshing. didn't like but it was refreshing for a lot of people i mean mm. it's it, it's it got a sequel yeah it did so well in the box I mean, office that it got a sequel now yeah. that no, may not I be saying a lot to you that. all but i think that that you don't know that it did well no 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 just because it got a sequel doesn't mean it, it it's because it did well Let's money talk. Wise. The only yeah, money-wise. Yeah. No, it's Terminator. Terminator. It's literally Agreed. on its like thirtieth movie, and it's That's, like the middle movies. Like we're just so bad. That's exactly for what sure. I for sure, the first two were great, and well, I heard well, really I good stuff about this last you, one. But the first two were great. I'm with you, bro. And okay, one but and why two got a sequel? Okay, but third. So they. So the the second one was good, and they got we're a sequel. We're not talking after that. about Aquaman forty. We're talking about Aquaman. No, one but no, no. Two. I'm talking about the, the 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 ideology of because it got a sequel, it meant it was good. Exactly. That it does it not correlate. Money. No, I I don't. I disagree with that. I thinking because if you're saying that about Terminator, Terminator right. one and two were phenomenal. Now, right. yes, all the rest of them were just trying to copy one and two's glory, and they still are. So that's what. That's all they're going off of is one and two's amazingness. Right. Like even this new one that's coming out. That one's basically like yeah. like Sarah Connor's back. Exactly, yeah, yeah. it's the Sarah Connor story, basically. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think, I think the 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 fact that Aquaman did well enough in theaters and has such a following, like people love this movie, along with Shazam, and they are both very similar. Um, I haven't seen Shazam. I haven't seen Shazam, but Shazam is amazing. I heard, I heard good, no, I heard good stuff, fun. but it's because um, uh, who who who's the actor? Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. He can do that. Jason Momoa, like, he's yeah. not he's not this. I, I goofy personally person. thought Aquaman was decent. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Like, no, it I was just it. a fun ride. I thought I thought the only thing I didn't like was that Jason Momoa. I just didn't like his his acting. That was my own personal thing. But I also think. In terms of this is his origin story. This is him coming from being like a young douche to like king of the sea yeah. kind of situation. So yeah. I get it. I'm giving him a little bit of chance to make to make it up to me. I think the one thing two. that I remember like, the most that I the reason I hated it was because during his like um, you know travel through like Greece or whatever, and he has to go through that, and it's like oh, there's yeah. so many jokes in that like fighting scene or like when yeah. he when oh the big I remember the, the the scene that I have the problem with the most is when they're talking about water. And they have to like activate this like little uh, oh, thing, the, the, uh, yeah. the trinket or whatever. And yeah. they have to like, oh, we need water. And it's like a joke about pee. I'm like, oh, dude, that's like yeah. so off. Like it's just not with the storyline. Yes. It's not funny. Like not that like I, I didn't think it was crude or anything. It was just yeah. like, wasn't funny. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, I'm talking about sweat. Ha ha ha. It's like okay, you're that's that's horrible writing, on, bro. But yeah. that's uh, that, and that's why I'm saying I'm, I don't blame it on Jason Momoa. I blame it on the writing. <laughs> Agree. I bet the kids loved it though. Blame it on okay, the well, the good gotcha thing they're not our film critics. It was exactly. a beautiful movie. Sure, though. yeah. I think it's the most visually stunning yeah. superhero movie ever yeah. made. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. The costumes, yeah. Dude, everything. visually, they went from horror to like, just like brute action. I thought they did amazing. Yeah. Um, and to put people underwater and make it look convincing. Have you ever seen anybody underwater? We all look like idiots. You know what I'm saying? Like, we look foolish. Like, our skin is just strange. Like, we are not reptiles. Um, because we're not from Atlantis. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm speaking for myself. Not Have you me, seen I guess. anyone underwater? <laughs> we look like, we look dumb, dude. Like, super dumb. Um, okay, well, the, I think it's a good, I, this has been beautiful. Lord Byron, thank you for gracing us with your your presence, your Californianess, it's glowing. I got, you I didn't got speak fam. about a highway once, dude. I totally appreciate that. We call them freeways. We call them freeways because they're free. Get, you know, 
I don't get it. I'm not. I'm never gonna get it. Honestly, I, I, I've I been still dealing don't. with this all week. Like <laughs> I, just I listening imagine. to his hate on Chicago. I like, never I once like, hated. Like, whatever. I, I said there are things. I was like, oh, that's different. That's not how I'm used to. There were right. things I did say. I'm like, I'm not for. And I was like, not. Don't listen to this guy. Is it the alleyways? No, no, no. Alleys, right? He yeah, came yeah, here okay. under the guise that he potentially would move here and then complain the entire no, no, no. time about Chicago. The entire no, that time. Is, like, you ain't Baloney. moving here, bro. That's, that's not even true. That's not even true. It's super fun. You got to stay over by our place for a week, okay? You gotta, yeah. <laughs> it changes, changes the dynamic. Chicago we live experience. in Chicago. Um, either way, either way, um, even if you hate us, we love you. That's how Chicagoans work. Exactly. That's how Chicagoans okay. work. That's how Midwesterners work. No. Okay. To give you a slice of pizza, you know, still welcome. Midwest? Still welcome. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. So, um, should we roll our credits? Yes. Should we do this thing? Okay. Okay. Um, roll credits. Byron, you know what this is? No. It's where we kind of say three things that we're just thankful for at the moment. Yo, oh. Three things on our minds. Um, the credits of a movie are like thanking the producer, the gaffer, the uh, VZ effects, VX effects guy. You know, when you're going to the credits, you're like, yeah. what does that person do? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, that's what we're doing. So, I guess I'll roll my credits. Sure. Am I up? Okay. Um, I am currently thankful for um, the TRIO SSS department at DePaul. Um, it's for you know low-income students, first-time college students. It was a tenured program started back in the 60s, I think, 60s or 70s. Um, and they're super helpful. They're amazing people. Anybody who's thinking about you know going to college, like yo, hit up TRIO if you fall under any of those circumstances. Um, they're amazing people. Um, and DePaul is you know halfway decent school. Um, uh, <laughs> it's one of the best people. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> The pause, all right. The pause hanging in there. Um, another thing that I'm thankful for is Jim Harrison. Uh, everything that I read from the guy, I'm finding I like more and more. Uh, just finished Julep, and it is fantastic. Um, I'm also thankful for. What am I thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for Robert Pattinson, um, my once and future Batman. <laughs> Who I just saw in the lighthouse and he freaking killed it alongside Willem Dafoe. Willem, well, how do you say? Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Somebody said a joke that if you say his name with a, it sounds like a like a frog and then it sounds like a parrot at the end. Willem. Willem. Dafoe. Is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, but yo, the guy, this, that's like. That's, for me, that movie was a passing of the torch. Is is like two actors coming together and respecting each other and having dynamic performances, and then Willem saying goodbye. I will one day pass away into the stars, and letting Robert Pattinson bloom into our new Batman. Um, so yeah, those are the things that I'm currently thinking. Yeah. Anybody cool. else want to roll? Vivian, you want to roll your credits? Sure. Do it. Do it. I am thankful for Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Not just his for, biceps. For, uh, no. For graciness. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> <laughs> For gracing this earth with his presence. Mm. Um, he's an activist. He is. He's a huge activist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. I think he's a good person. He just turned 40, I think. What? Anyway. I saw his 40th birthday on YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Yikes. Um, 
And then I recently tried Guinness, which is one of his <laughs> favorite drinks. Yeah. He loves Guinness. You ju- for the first time? Yeah, for the first, first time ever. Guinness Black? Like the, the uh, Yeah, the it was a stout. It's yeah. a stout. But they mixed it with an apple cider. Oh, and whoa. it like sep- it was really huh. good. That sounds amazing. Have you it, ever had an Irish car bomb? No. I'm gonna try that. Is that next. from the IRA? Don't waste it. <laughs> <laughs> Irish it's, Republic. Family? It's a thing we do. It's a <laughs> it's an initiation right now. Um, so Guinness. Blood in, blood thank out. Thank you. <laughs> it was good. Um, and then I'm just thankful for being able to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about your your work. Your work. I am a NICU nurse. I've mentioned this before. Yes. Yes. But. Um, but I'm so grateful to be where I'm at, and I'm grateful to do what I do, and I'm grateful to um, be part of these little kids' lives, and, uh, and where in you my at now? own little way, make a difference. Um, I am at a new job that I've been at for four Ooh. weeks, okay. <laughs> and I'm loving every second of it, and um, I'm just, I'm just in there very grateful. I also just turned 34. Hey! <laughs> Dirty 30. Hey, so let's go. all this stuff feels really good right now. So I'm, I'm just in a very grateful season in my life. Yeah. So I'm just grateful. That's nice. it. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, my my credits. Um, though you think I rag on it, it was nice to come out here to Chicago. <laughs> I, I look, I've always liked Chicago. That's why I came out here. I'm, I did come out here with the thought of, you know, here's a potential to move out here. Cause I, I work remotely. Like I can go wherever my laptop goes. So, you know, while I'm young, while I don't have kids, you know, I, the, the, the coming out here is like, Hey, let's see a different city. Cause I've only known living in, in SoCal. So coming out here, it was definitely let's see what it is yeah. um definitely different not that i hated it but i will say it's probably not my first spot in relocating you definitely uh, hated on it was that confessions let's you let him hate it on it no nah. all i said is it just doesn't have as much sun that's all i said but you know um okay so that that'll be the first credit we won't talk more about that um <laughs> Nah, it, it was definitely. I, I'm super thankful to be coming out here to experience Chicago experience, have, having this new um, experience. Uh, second thing would be the family. So, you know, Viv's my cousin. Love Robert, love the girls. Love Gabriel, even though he flaked. It's okay. So, I, that, I'm for sure super thankful on that. I mean, shout out to my wife. She ain't here, but she's she holding it down. Hold it down, P.O.P. Back, back in SoCal with the dog and my plants. But, uh, so that'd be the second. The third thing, gotta give it up to the zaddy, Paul Rudd. Paul <laughs> Rudd. Paul Rudd. He, I... I love you, man. <laughs> Slap at the base, man. Dude, he's amazing. I love the dude him. Dude is amazing. He's so good. Yeah. He's 
<laughs> okay, good luck. Big time, big time. Okay, well, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lord Byron. Uh, we know that after you go home to SoCal, you're going to find that the sun isn't all that big of a deal, and you're going to make your way back here one day, I believe it. Um, Amen. <laughs> Amen. The sun, who Very needs prophetic. it? Very prophetic. Over it. No, no. Um, thank you for coming on. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And thank you all for listening. That's uh, a wrap. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Checks, yeah. Give us a review. Give us <laughs> yeah, rate yeah, us yeah, on yeah. Apple. Smash and subscribe. <laughs> Smash and subscribe. Exactly. Swipe up. Swipe up. Is that what? It? That's for Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. All the influencers. Are they getting rid of likes? Yeah, oh, I just I heard saw about it. That. Just yesterday, why, uh, CEO confirmed it. Wired magazine just reported it. Crazy. They're, they're, it's not like full rollout. It's like yeah. they're starting to do it. Dude. So next week, if you don't got likes. That's the big. That's the start of it. So don't like our posts. <laughs> get out of here. No. Comment on it though. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that engagement though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Love y'all. Um.